Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet Original Podcast The North-South Dadfide Podcast With Adam and Cockney John Welcome once again to the North-South Dadfide The podcast that's breaking down that cultural wall Dividing the great British nation Is it? Is it though? I'm not sure but I'll tell you what we are doing we are having some absolute laughs at our own expense a lot of the time, and we're hoping you are enjoying it. My name is Adam. I am once again joined by the man, the myth, the legend, and his name is Cockney John. Hey, Dane, you are. <laughs> Talk about enthusiasm, dude. Um, I tell you what, I bet there's people listening to this thinking like, oh, Cockney John sounds up for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Thing is, though, you know me, and I am actually genuinely up for it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, just, you, but you I, wouldn't tell. You, you I really just rarely tell. show enthusiasm. And Cockney John has every right to be excited, because in today's episode, we'll be finding out a couple more of our embarrassing dad guilty pleasures. We've also got some Uber facts, as per usual. We've also got another classic movie, which we're both very excited about sharing with you. And obviously, we will finish with telling Cockney John what is going to happen in his future. Adam and Cockney John's North-South Dad Vibe Podcast. So, how are you doing, my good friend? Yeah, all right. I've had a good week. Uh, I've had a week off work, so I've sorted out my back garden. Nice. So, I know you came over and it had sort of been cleared... Yeah, yeah. But since you've seen it, the old place has been jet washed completely, Crucial. top to box. It was, it was just slippy. Yeah, it was well <laughs> slippy. Yeah. yeah, it was slippy. Yeah. But what is that? Is that lime scale? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like where it all goes green. You get all the moss grind on it. Yeah. Or in other words, full. Cockney John can't be bothered going to the toilet, so he wheezes outside. <laughs> that does happen. I have to admit <laughs> that does happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyone who, anyone, when they're having a few drinks in the garden, and there's an there's a there's an availability to wee in the garden, then I, I'm sorry. You take you it. Take it. You take it. You take it all day. You don't want to climb the stairs. <laughs> to go to the you don't want a potential accident at the <laughs> exactly end of the day. if anything we're being safe by going in the garden exactly and uh but i also got out the uh the barbecue nice so got myself all excited because pretty much in the summer all i'd every single night is cooking on a barbecue and it's one of them uh you know them 
Big Weber, them American All right. And it's a, it's amazing because like it is so big, I can just about get away with smoking meat on it, but it's better as a grill. It's like yeah, the yeah. best grill you can get. But I'm trying to convince Charlotte to let me get a smoker. Oh. But you've seen how small my back garden is, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, could like, be, it could be a serious problem, Matt. It could be a serious problem, but I could also make brisket. <laughs> True, but you'd be that house that that everyone's like, "Is there a fire? Is there a fire?" <laughs> do you, do you know, there's always that house in there that's like suddenly got loads of smoke coming from it. Like, is there a fire? <laughs> that and would be, be the thing is because I take it seriously, so I'm like, I'll be out in the garden at one a.m. to put the meat on, and then <laughs> up again at five to check how it's going. Do you know what I mean? It's I tell I if if a piece of meat is cooked less than like six seven hours it's not going to be right a proper piece of meat yeah if yeah. i'm just grilling stuff throwing a burger on whatever absolutely fine but if it's like a good bit of beef or something like that it's got to take a long time on a barbecue low and slow we call it i think you can tell a lot about a man uh with how they kind of treat a barbecue because I feel yeah. like, like you said there, you've got the really kind of, you know, slow and steady wins the meat race. Even oh, though, yeah. Even though meat race sounds pretty weird, doesn't it? <laughs> and, then, uh, <laughs> and then you've obviously got, you've obviously got, I like, see, I'm more of a, um, what do you call it when you, when you, when you, when you rub, rub stuff on the meat? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's called the rub. It's called no, but the like, rub. What's it called? Like, you, you, what do you do to the meat? I know you so you get all your yeah you get what's it called though? You, it's called the rub. You no, give it no, a no, rub. No, 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 no. It's called like no, oh marinade. Marinade. That's Mar- it. That's marinade, it. Marinade. Yeah. Marinade. Um, and then I love that on a barbecue. I love when mm. there's someone who's into serious marinades or yeah. marinading or whatever it says, um, because you get just flavors, flavors yeah. for days. Yeah. And I just think well, that barbecues are just so, so, so good. Yeah, I mean, I've been working on my barbecue sauce for about the past, I'd say, seven or eight years now. Oh, yeah, I've had a fair like, bit. I know. You like a bit of the chicken wings and the barbecue I do, sauce. Yeah, yeah, I love chicken wings. And it's all homemade barbecue sauce. But I like to throw a little Asian inspiration with the toasted sesame oil, bit of lime, fresh nice. lime. And it really, the meat is just so tender. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I genuinely, I, I, we are having a genuine conversation about barbecues, and my mind is taking me into dark, dark, horrible places. Can you stop thinking about my tender meat? <laughs> just as long as you don't talk about rubbing it again. Um, but I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this, I guarantee you, your mouth is watering now. Not for John's tender meat, but just the chat about barbecues. And I think everyone is gearing up to get themselves out there. And, uh, you know, we do hope that everyone's keeping safe and are able to do more than they were able to do a few months ago. Let's kick this episode off by finding out which one of us is the more embarrassing dad this week. Adam and Cockney John's North-South Dad Vibe podcast. Now, I feel like over the past few weeks since we've started doing this podcast, you know... I, I really do like the fact that we are opening, like, I feel like we're opening the door, aren't we? We're, we're kind of, 
giving people a peek behind the dad door. Um, you know, yeah. the dad door that's broken and you said you were going to fix it and then you've never got round to it. <laughs> that... Well, the battery in the screwdriver's dead. And yeah, it's exactly. recharging, so leave yeah. me alone. I need I'm a left-handed playing... screwdriver, actually. Um... <laughs> I'm playing Grand Theft Auto at the minute. <laughs> so, my guilty pleasure this week is, and it's something that everybody does, I am sure. Not just dads, mums as well. It, it's it's a very much a parenting ple- uh, guilty pleasure. And yeah. that's simply throwing some of your kids' stuff away. And then pretending... <laughs> and then pretending that you have no idea where it's going. <laughs> or just making up a web... Getting caught in a web of lies. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like... So a prime example is this, right? My little girl uh, made a robot for her yeah. school science week. She did really well. It was quite a big robot. And then, mm. obviously, on the last day of school, school gave it back. And then Of course they did. Yeah, yeah, classic. <laughs> we don't want that tosh here. Take it home. So the robot's been at ours for a while. And it's just kind of a bit of an eyesore now. Like, a couple of the limbs have fell off. And it's just not great. Uh, but obviously, my little girl's really, really proud of it. And rightfully so. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, she's had a moment. And it's time for <laughs> that robot to go. Um, it's taking up space so in the DVD It's one area. of them, like, you, you just kind of... It, there's, there's different ways of going about it. I just said to Kim, right, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bite the bullet here. And when she went to bed, I just... It was made of cardboard. Boom. Threw it in the blue bin, <laughs> right? Did you stomp it first? flatten it down no, well this is the thing i didn't and, and it was a mistake because the basically the robot had like it was kind of like an <laughs> octopus robot so it had like little cardboard legs and stuff so i yeah. threw it in the bin but my, my blue bin was pretty pretty overflowing now in the morning so it's crawling yeah, out <laughs> i'm like big on recycling so in the morning i went to take some stuff out and as isla came down she went is that my robot i was like what what where and she's like look it's his arm had to had to take it out of the bin and leave it in the house again so not only is that eyesore back but it stinks (laughs) of pure binges so then so then i made that i made the absolute ultimate sacrifice i convinced isla to donate it to my dad i said do you know who'd love Ah, this robot granddad so then, obviously, she then went to my dad, but I didn't tell my dad, and she said, Granddad, <laughs> I'm giving you this robot. My dad looked at me like, you absolute <laughs> fool. Uh, absolutely gutted. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure people do it. At the end of the day, there's times where your children, like, grow out of stuff, not necessarily clothes, but toys and stuff like that. And you know that, I mean, I think kids are hoarders. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Massively. They keep Oshin, the most random stuff. Oshin's still got these little whistles that you play with in the bath that he had from like when he was two and a half. And he will not, he won't use them. He gets them out for every bath, drops them in the bath. They float there. He gets out, <laughs> leaves them. I tidy them away again. But every single week, guaranteed. Is that. Daddy, can I have my whistles, please? I'm like, how do you even know they exist? <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? But, like, then they, if you are just like having a clear out, you'd think, oh, them whistles never get used. And then yeah. suddenly you're at bath time and you're having an absolute, absolute Barney rubble because 
they're saying where are the whistles and you're thinking the whistles are long gone mate they are long gone um Bye. so yeah i feel like a lot of people would would uh understand that because it you have to do it you can't just keep everything we try and like um you know make isla feel part of it so we're kind of like oh we're gonna give mm. we're gonna donate this box of toys which we do to be fair you know donate this box of toys to nursery or whatever but then there's like you said there's certain things that they just won't let go of like yeah. my little girl's got this bag and this bag she's had for donkeys it's the zip's broken the <laughs> the handle is broken and it's filled with like rocks that she like collected <laughs> and a tile from like a friend's house when we went to visit it when they first moved in and it was like a broken half a tile which my mate purposely gave her because he knows that she'd keep it for this long. So, do you know what I mean? Just to annoy you. Uh, just to annoy just... you. Just, it, people do that. People do that. I guarantee you. People people like... It's like, well, it's to be fair, I just said that I did it to my dad. <laughs> so, yeah. I got it. But people purposely give you stuff because they can't be bothered like taking it to the tip. And they're like, oh, do you want this to like your kids? And then your kids are like, yeah. And then suddenly you've got a bike with no wheels. Just like, oh, sweet, <laughs> nice one. Well, my mate Sam used to uh, do this thing where if he knew I had Oshied, he'd phone up and he'd like try and make sure like we'd be in a car or something so it'd be on speakerphone. He'd be like, oh, can he hear me? And I'd be like, don't, bruv. He'd be like, can he hear me? Oh, don't. He'd just go, Oshied, yeah. Is daddy taking you McDonald's today? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That is a cruel, cruel and then, and then having to explain to my little baby boy, sorry, son, you're having carrots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Do you remember when you were little and your mum went, you don't need McDonald's, I'll make you a burger. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, and it was like rock hard. Don't like, want a mum burger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ba -ba -ba -ba. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah. Why does it taste like this? Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's so true. There's nothing worse. That is an absolute gut wrench. Why nothing... does it taste like your old pan? It's like a. It's like when the ice cream man used to come. You know, wait, old Wayne's whippies. We've talked Wait. about him before, and he's like, "Ice cream man's in." It's just like there's chuck ices in the freezer. Like, oh God, no! Uh, right, go on. You're up. Step up to the plate. So, uh, my guilty parenting pleasure this week is, it's a bit more private, but it's because it's something that I'm not good at. And you constantly tell me I'm not good at it, but I carry on trying. How long and you got? Is... Can I have a guess? How long you got? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, it's voices when I'm reading. Giving the oh. character voices when I'm reading the stories, I get so into it. And because he's, you know, he's seven, so he thinks all my characters are accurate. And so he's like, oh, where's that person from? Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> like the Gruffalo comes in. Swiss Gruffalo, and it's just me. <laughs> Hello, little brown mouse. <laughs> where's the Gruffalo from? Belgium. <laughs> You're so good at accents, Daddy. Thank you. <laughs> tell, next time you see your Uncle Adam, will you tell him? 
<laughs> if, if Oshin turned around to me next time I saw him, he went, Uncle Adam, do you know Daddy's really good at accents? I just go, no, he ain't. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, though, it, I think both of them uh fair dudes because they, there'll be parents up and down the land, won't they, who go for it when they read. Now, I think it's the only... If there's any advice you take from the North-South Dad Vibe, it's this. You know, it's both, Peter, both of us work in schools... The importance of reading your children books oh, is massive. absolutely key. So massive. we, you know, take that away. And and at the end of the day, you want the Gruffalo to be from Belgium? That, get that Gruffalo from Belgium. You want, you Don't know, Miss Trunchbull, Miss Trunchbull to be Swedish? <laughs> then get her, get her, get a Swiss. Was that was oh, she Matilda? Swedish. Matilda, yeah, yeah. Hello, Matilda. She'd just be like. Get in. The I'm shit. Oh no, I, Miss Trun- I'd do Miss Trunchbull as Dutch, that, and then I'd go, "Hey, Matilda, uh, go and go to the chunky. <laughs> you want a smoke and a pancake? Go to the chunky." <laughs> um, <laughs> don't. Get- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you got pancakes every time you went in, I'd happily go in. I'm she, like, I'm she in, got in a waffle? In, <laughs> I'm in trouble. Oh, God. Can you imagine me as a kid being offered a fag and a pancake for being in trouble? Oh, God. You'd be the naughtiest kid in the world. <laughs> but don't go anywhere. Still to come on the North-South Dad Vide, we've got another movie coming your way. You know those moments when your partner is driving you crazy? Usually something to do with taking out the bins, leaving the loose seat up and aiming straight, or the fact that they haven't stacked the dishwasher in the optimum way. Well, it's times like these that you need a safe space to air your troubles. Somewhere filled with like-minded people who will satisfy and vindicate your needs events. Somewhere like Dad's Net. Head over to Facebook and search for Dad's Net. We'll see you there. So once again, we're going to introduce this movie feature, uh, the old North-South Dad Vide recommendation by doing a classic movie trailer to do with a classic dad situation. So once again... I have no idea what's coming my way. I'm not going to lag. This is the only bit of the pod I get a bit nervous about. Because I'm thinking, like, <laughs> you, you just you need to think of something on your feet. And if you know me, you know I don't think great stuff all the time. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> just like, like just then. Um, so, as always, Cotney John will give me a dad situation. He will throw an actor my way. I will turn it into a movie trailer. Uh, and then we're going to introduce our film recommendation. So, what have you got for me this week, son? Right. Mel Gibson. Oh, I. He's got a 14 year old daughter. Right. His daughter's bringing home her 17 year old boyfriend <laughs> to meet the family. Do we have to be honest about what Mel Gibson would do here? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Okay, here we go. On a cold winter's night, Mel Gibson's daughter is bringing home a boyfriend. And the one thing that Mel doesn't know is that he's three years older. He's going to need more than a brave heart to conquer this one. (laughs) Coming to a cinema near you, Mel Gibson stars in I'm Gonna Break Your Face If You've Ever Kissed My Daughter Again. (laughs) never know where I'm going. Like, I literally is, start talking. I'm just like, oh my God, what am I going to say now? The thing is, when you were talking, all I could picture was 
Mel Gibson opening up the door, but the Mel Gibson that opened up the door was, you know, mugshot Mel Gibson. (laughs) (laughs) With the hair all over the place. Just like in a vest and a dressing gown. Like drinking a bottle of Johnny Walker from the bottle. To be fair, I have to say, you know, I used to, I say I used to be, I used to love Mel Gibson back in the day. Like, lethal Mm. weapons and stuff are right up there Mm. for me. They are amazing films. Well, I hope you did enjoy that. And that's leading us in to our film recommendation. Now, we've hit you with Forrest Gump uh, two weeks ago. We hit you with Ghostbusters last week. And this week, we are throwing it back to the 90s once again. I feel like the 90s was a pretty underrated decade for great films. For cinema. And especially for family cinema. Exactly. I mean, there was even stuff like down periscope with kelsey grammar you know fraser <laughs> yeah and honestly it's the most obscure film where he captains a submarine and it's just fraser captains a submarine that's the whole premise of the film <laughs> but it's genuinely funny like, i'm a massive film buff and, and i have never heard of that <laughs> uh, but that isn't your recommendation this week that is guys. not no that is not the recommendation your recommendation this week <laughs> i mean personally it was one of, if not the movie of my childhood. It yeah. is a movie that that just has so many iconic scenes, lines, appearances. And the movie that we are going to recommend to you this week, drumroll please, is The Mask. Somebody stop me! Now, I am sorry, stop Jim Carrey... Cameron Diaz oh, in the mask. Word. And let's just take a moment to appreciate Cameron Diaz in the mask. Wow. When she walks oh. into that bank and the camera pans up from her pins right up to her chops. So glad you said pins. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of the greatest introductions in world cinema history. That's us. Spicy meet the ball! Because that was her first... I'm pretty sure I'm going to go out on a limb and say that was her first film role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Jim Carrey uh, was kind of up and coming, wasn't he? He was going yeah. places. He'd been but, doing Saturday Night Live. Yeah, the he... mask. Oh, my goodness me. Now, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're anywhere north of 25 years old, you must have seen the mask. You must yeah. have seen it. If you haven't seen it, and you have got children. Now, I've watched this with my four-year-old daughter, and she absolutely loved it. Like, yeah. loved it. And it, the good thing is, it holds up. It is, you know, mm. what year did it come out? Was it about 95? Uh, 94. 94. Yeah. So, uh, do you ever do this? I go, 94, 2004, 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how you get to the years. Right, okay, yeah. So, you're looking, it is, it is, it is well old. I mean, I was only six when it came out, but yeah, it holds up. Fifteen. Wow, fossil. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. It, yeah, I have to. I have to say. Hang on, no, I wouldn't. Twelve. Right. As as we've just said, we're two people who work in schools. Our math <laughs> needs to be a bit sharper. Um, but no, I mean, I'll pass it over to you because I I personally think. If you've got your, you've got any kids above the age of three and you've kind of, and they're, you know, they're, they're watching absolute rubbish. We always say this, don't we? YouTube and all that rubbish. Get the mask on 
and enjoy it because it's one of the greatest yeah. films. And, and again, like we always try to with these films that we recommend, recommend films that actually do have a lesson in them. And uh, The Mask is a fantastic film for that, especially if you've got a kid who, let's say, finds trouble going to sleep, has trouble being a bit quiet, maybe. But it's basically saying that the mask allows him to be the truest form of who he was. At first, you think it's a separate character. You think it's a completely different person. Loki is supposed to have taken over. But then it turns out a lot of it is Jim Carrey's character as well that's just being allowed to be expressed because he feels like no one can see him for who he is and it's good about it's good for kids because it's it is about breaking down that wall that barrier that mask that kids can put on to cover up their anxieties and their fears and things and it is especially in the modern world it's a it's a scary place for kids at times you know with everything that's happened with this lockdown and everything that everyone's lost people and it it's a strange time to be a child. They've had to grow up very fast and understand things very fast, and it is scary. And I think this is one of them things that can actually, you can use it as a jumping-off point to have that discussion with your kids about are that how they are actually feeling and whether or not they're putting on a mask to show to the world they're happy when actually they're not. And in the in the film, everybody wears a mask, Every- metaphorically speaking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it, and I think it's such a great valid point from you there, and I like that. There's always, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch a film with your children, <coughs> obviously make sure that it's it's age appropriate and stuff. But this, this this has ticks for me ticks nearly all the boxes. Absolutely hilarious. So great funny. special effects for its time. And again, like you say, even the special effects hold up. They hold up. They absolutely hold up. And it's just like, and it's Jim Carrey at his freshest, at his yeah. like up there with his best. His most bendable face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we really do hope uh, that if you get the opportunity and you've got your kids and you want to watch a funny film, the North-South Dad Vibe recommend you watch Jim Carrey's The Mask. It is an absolute classic. The North-South Dad Vibe podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Okay, and we are back and we're going to dive straight in as we always do with some Uber facts. Now, a bit different these ones. Uh, and a lot, of, a lot of them are animal related, aren't they? And I've tried to steer away <laughs> yeah. from that this week. There is a woman named Marijuana Pepsi Jackson. She's never smoked and prefers orange soda. (laughs) (laughs) That is actually... That is actually... actually An an Uber fact that I I looked up. So I'm going to... Welcome... Oh my god, how do you think she got on at school? Can you imagine calling that register each morning? Marijuana? (laughs) Yes, please. You'd have that kid at the back. Yes, please. Oh, so true. Oh god. And what what her middle name is Pepsi. Yeah, so marijuana Pepsi Jackson. Hang on, is she a Jackson? 
I don't think she's. Yeah, I mean, they're a crazy family. I don't think she's one of the. I don't think she's one of the Jackson Five. She might be one of the Jackson Seven Ups. Thank you. It's good though, nah. isn't it? It's, 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 I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, what can you say to that? This is what the North-South dad vibe is bringing to you guys. It's just opening your mind to some of the craziest facts. Now, here's the other one. In ancient Greece, throwing an apple at someone was a symbolic declaration of love. <laughs> Do you know what all that made me think of then? And it's gone straight back to Jim Carrey. But you know, Dumber Dumber, yeah. where he just nails her in the face with a snowball. <laughs> yeah. That was such a show. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if, like, instead of tin- on Tinder, you don't swipe right, you throw an apple at someone. <laughs> just run up to their house, knock on the door. When it opens, lob it. What's, what's weird is, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, ancient Greece, obviously, a long time ago. That's why it's ancient. And it's a bit like, why an apple? Like, if you're going <laughs> to maybe, like, tickle your potential spouse with a feather as your declaration of love, not lob an apple at her head. Do you know what I mean? I mean <laughs> Granny Smith. <laughs> exactly. Like Granny Smith in ancient Greece. Um, I'd go all out pink lady. Yeah, oh, if, if it's a romantic apple, they're the most romantic of all Have the to apples. be, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, like, if you, you know, take yourself back to the ancient Greece days, how many apples do you rate you're getting hit with? Mate, I'll be black and blue with bruises. <laughs> all, that, all them Greek women would be launching. The only I thing... Ma- I could start a cider company. The only... The only thing black and blue would be the one apple you've yet to throw. Because <laughs> it's got so mouldy and moldy. <laughs> I have to say, you could, could you imagine start if that's what it was? You if could you were start like slightly, just, if you were just slightly into someone, so you did throw the mouldy <laughs> apple and then threw the fresh apple at a mate stood next to her. <laughs> that would be good. That would be gutting though, wouldn't it? If you had like, if you had a really rubbish throw. And like it was like your like crush, I do. your yeah, like you do. Your crush would be there, and your terrible throw hit like a really old ancient Greek woman, and then suddenly she was just like, "Oh, I like you as well." <laughs> Comes walking out with her own withered apple. I'm like, uh, "Sorry, darling." Uh. <laughs> Stay with us as we finish, as we always do by reading Mr. Cockney John, his horoscope. Adam and Cockney John's North-South Dad Vibe podcast. Right, we're going to finish as we normally would with uh, Cockney John's horoscope. Now, I'm really loving everyone getting involved in this uh, and loving Cockney John's crazy reactions to his horoscope. Um, And if you want to get involved, go to Facebook, search North-South Dad Vibe podcast, get involved, join the group, and, uh, you know speak in the discussions that go on there and actually um someone got in touch with my wife uh what someone she works with but you remember you remember tracy don't you from our old work yes yeah 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 tracy Tracy. yeah yeah she messaged saying that she's been really loving the north south dad vibe tracy shout out shout out tracy um, shout out i love that that is proper cutting it shout out shout out to the mustang massive (laughs) So she said she's loving the new podcast 
And because she's also a Capricorn, she's enjoying hearing oh, yeah. her horoscopes <laughs> as well. So, you know, if you are a Capricorn, get involved. And if this does, you well, know... Well, I'll tell you what I'm not enjoying is that people I know that have listened to this have decided to start sending me horoscopes, <laughs> which is nice. I'm not. I'm not annoyed <laughs> about that at all. I love that. So, are we ready? Here we go. Settle in, old Capricorn. This one's a good one. A social event could put you in contact with people who love to gossip, Capricorn. (laughs) They might have some juicy tidbits to report, and you could be torn between curiosity and compassion for the person being discussed. If what you hear is good, relax and enjoy it. If it's vicious, don't be afraid to speak up. Someone has to express displeasure at the spreading of unkind rumours. I'm a little bit worried that they're talking about me there. And if, if, anyone's, <laughs> if anyone's been talking to you about the North-South Dad vibe and been saying some juicy tidbits. Now, I have to say, I've never heard of tidbits before. Tidbit, yeah, like just a little a little tidbit. Just yeah, but not the full meal. Like a little rumour. It's, it's, well, a tidbit's like, you know, like if you go to a restaurant and you get like an amuse-bouche or something. What's an you amuse-bouche? Know, like it's... It's like something you don't order, but like it's from the chef. What? No, no, I mean, no. It would be like they'll bring out like a mini quiche or something like that. Just a little example of. Oh right, okay. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get. Okay. And a tidbit is like that, but in a conversation, it's that little bit just to show what they've got, but oh, not right, the whole okay. thing. Oh right, okay. Right. So. So. So what's been happening then? Because it says here you could be torn between curiosity and compassion. Who has been being discussed, Capricorn? <laughs> I mean, the thi- the thing is, I, I I'm one of them people. If you're talking to me about your dreams and I'm not in it, I don't care. If you've got photos <laughs> and I'm not in the photos, I don't care. If you're not talking directly about me, you're gonna lose me. So if you start talking. <laughs> But even worse, if you start talking to me about someone else, like another person's getting all the attention, I'm gone. I am not part of that conversation. I don't care about your rumours. I don't care about your feelings. Just go away and leave me alone. I'm sorry. You've absolutely killed me there. If I'm not in the picture, I don't want to see it. (laughs) I think that. It's one of the greatest lines in any <laughs> podcast ever. Oh my goodness me! I, I have to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this baby up after that because I think that's, I think that's one of the greatest responses to a horoscope reading. Honestly, when everything's calmed down, we should record you actually going to see like a psychic because I think that could be one of the funniest things ever. If she's just like, do you know someone named named Bobby? I don't care about Bobby. Tell me about myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your grandfather's calling you from the other side. I don't care. What's my future? What's happening to me? <laughs> oh, absolutely brilliant stuff. For more information on parenting, or if you've got something to share, make sure you join the North South Dad Vide uh, Facebook group. Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Any embarrassing uh, guilty pleasures, 
any movies you want to recommend, we'd love you to get on board. We'd love you to share it with us and we will go through it on this podcast. And of course, don't forget to check out dadsnet.com. Woo!.com. Shouting out the dot com massive. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and please do leave us a review wherever you usually listen. And I have I have to say to finish this episode. Uh, I have been, abs- and I know I'll speak for the pair of us here, we've been absolutely overwhelmed with the positive messages, the amazing reviews oh, you've been, been leaving. incredible. Um, we really, really do appreciate it, guys. We, we, we enjoy doing this. We enjoy catching up weekly and bringing you, hopefully, half an hour of escapism. Uh, for you to just have a bit of a laugh at our experience. I mean, what is incredible is, until we started doing this, I didn't really know what a podcast was. No, and and to be honest, what's great, even more great about it, is you still don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like talking to people, but like you record it first. It's and, like telly, but not. And we're going to leave you with that, guys. Some absolutely amazing, amazing insight there from the co-host, Cotney John. Listen, take care of yourselves, have an amazing week, and we'll see you next time. The North-South Dad Fight Podcast with Adam and Cotney John. A Dad's Net original podcast.